You're listening to the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, episode 119. Happy Valentine's Day, my beauties! Oh, gosh, I just love this day so much. I have always been a really big fan of this super cheesy holiday. I don't really know why, but just the love notes, the flowers, the chocolates, the pinks and reds all around. A day where love is just on top of everyone's minds. It's just such a beautiful thing if you ask me. So when I was planning out this month's episodes and trying to figure out what I was going to do today since an episode day actually fell on Valentine's Day, I was just trying to decide what I wanted to make this episode about. Should it be, you know, about my love story, relationship advice, something just smushy, ushy gushy, or (laughs) something along those lines. But then I kind of got to thinking that this day is kind of a hard one for some people too. It's not all lovey-dovey, happy-go-lucky kind of things and not everyone is feeling in love today and in fact some people are probably wondering how they can fall back into love on a day like this and when that idea came into my brain and I kind of thought about this concept of people trying to fall back in love, that's kind of what sparked my whole idea for this entire month which is if you've been following me on Instagram, you've heard me talk about this, but it's to fall back in love with your business this February. And I just, especially since February is kind of still the new year, I think it's just a fresh start for people still. And it's a good time to really reevaluate where we're at in our businesses and how we can get back to that passion that we once felt. Because just like how sometimes our relationships that we have can feel dry and fall flat, so can our businesses. We start these things coming off hot and we're so motivated and excited and we have so much energy just like in any old relationship but then over time as things go on things get comfortable and they can feel repetitive and mundane and so I just did this like little Google search and I literally Googled how to fall in love again and just waited to see what was going to pop up. And the very first search result is exactly what I am basing today's episode on. This advice comes from, I believe this is women's health, uh, so take for that what you will, Um, but it comes with, it's for how to fall back in love with your partner, so a person. But I do think that it very much applies to our businesses too. So I thought that it would be fun to take these tips that is provided in this article and use them, but gear them towards our business and how those tips also apply to falling back in love with our businesses. So if you're ready to start flirting with your business again and getting those butterfly feelings all over, then let's saddle up and get to work. Hey, you're listening to the Branded Cowgirl podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Sarah Elrod and I'm a serial entrepreneur through and through, but most importantly, I'm a wifey, a mama, and pretty much a crazy horse lady. I started this podcast based on an old saying my husband once told me, that every successful rancher has a wife that works in town. And being the stubborn, wannabe homesteading housewife that I am, I decided that why do I have to work in town in order to contribute? So I made it my mission to teach other rural women and entrepreneurs how to grow thriving brands online from way out yonder. Whether you live out in the middle of nowhere, have to take a dirt road to get there, or if you're just a mama who wants to stay home raising babies and cows someday, this is the place for you. 
On this show, we talk about marketing, social media, branding, content creation, Western lifestyle, and so much more. We believe that business does not have to be boring and that you can never own too many pairs of cowboy boots. So grab a coffee and your favorite notebook and let's saddle up and get to work. This is the Branded Cowgirl Podcast. If you've ever wanted to know what business tools I use on a daily basis or what gear I'm using or even where I got that new outfit from, you should check out my favorite things. Yep, I created an entire page on my website dedicated to letting you know all the things I love in my life, my business, and more. This is truly a place where I've listed off the best resources for entrepreneurs, mamas, and Western ladies. I've included links also to make sure that you can get what you need quick, fast, and in a hurry. Check out what's in my camera bag, cowboy boots I'm obsessing over, Western home decor, photo shoot emergency kit items, business tools, freebies, and so much more. Just head to sarahelrod.com slash favorite things. That's sarahelrod.com slash favorite things, or click the link in the show notes. Okay, so I think we're just going to start off by listing out the steps or the tips and then we'll break them down from there because I kind of think this is something where we need to do the whole the whole list as a collective and then we'll we'll break it down. Um, so there are seven tips here that I have. So I'm just going to read them off. Um, so these are the things, the tips that I have for you on how to fall in love with your business again. So Number one is to do something to make your business's life better. Now remember, I'm switching out the word business uh, with partner or I'm switching out the word partner with your business. So this list was intended for you how to fall in love with your partner, husband, whatever that might be. Um, So I'm switching it out with business. So I know the titles are going to be a little funny. This episode is supposed to be kind of lighthearted, but serious at the same time. So again, just understand the titles might sound a little weird, but Number one, do something to make your business's life better. Number two is spend time away from each other. Number three is to ask yourself what they need. Number four is to spend more present time with them. Number five is to have silly time together. Number six is to stop and notice your significant other slash business. And number seven is to list the ways that your business has made your life better. So those are the seven things and now we will break them down one by one. Okay, so number one, do something to make your partner's life better or your business's life better. This is so funny. Um, Okay, so let's, let's break this down. So the word love is a verb. Did you know that? It's really common for people to believe that love is a feeling, an emotion, a fluttery, fiery sensation. But in reality, feelings are fleeting. So I think that it's better that love is a verb and not a feeling because feelings don't last forever. They are not truthful and they do not define things. Now, it's of course valid to have certain feelings, but... There's a great pastor that I was listening to that once said that listening to your heart can be some of the worst advice because your heart doesn't always know what's good for it. And I really couldn't agree with that more. And at first it sounds a little off um, when you first hear it, but I, I feel like when you really think about that idea, it's true. How many times has your heart guided you in the wrong way um, or down a path that maybe wasn't the best for you because you were going based solely on just your emotions? 
So when you get into a new relationship, it's all about those butterflies, big grand gestures, keeping things exciting and spicy. But just like anything else, the longer that you're in a relationship, the more comfortable things feel and those spicy, exciting feelings may start to simmer down. And we make the mistake of thinking that those more like neutral feelings are bad and that if we start to feel those things, then that means we must be falling out of love. And so we crave those exciting butterfly feelings all over again. And it's not bad to want those, but you need to understand that those feelings are not love. They are lust and infatuation, not deep, true love. Love is action. It's a choice that you have to make every single day. A psychologist by the name of Seth J. Gillihan once said that when you lead with action, your heart tends to follow. So, how does this relate to our business? Well, I want you to ask yourself, what could you do to make your business better? Maybe it's a lot of things. So write down a list and then pick one and do that thing today. These are going to look different depending on what works um, or what work needs to be done and what kind of business you have. But it could be things like a fresh new website or a better client experience. It could be that you need all new merchandise or a better social media presence or something way out of left field from any of these things. I've found that when my to-do list gets so big and overwhelming, I tend to shut down. My brain doesn't even know where to begin, and so it just does nothing, and maybe you can relate to that. So this is me giving you permission, or a permission slip, to eeny, meeny, miny, mo that to-do list of yours, and to do just one thing on it today, and then call it quits until tomorrow. Check just one box, and pretty soon that overwhelming feeling is going to start to ease, and you will be able to check off a few each day. I'm a big believer in relationships when that when you serve others, it can actually fill your cup. And I did this episode, I can't remember what number it was, but a episode on the toxic self-love movement and how I think this idea of self-love in today's society has gotten way taken out of proportion and people are focused so much on serving themselves that they don't serve others. And it becomes just this very selfish act. Um, and so I think, and I truly believe that when you're serving others, you're actually filling your own cup. Um, that when you truly, from a good place in your heart, are able to give to others, it does the same idea of this self-love, self-care kind of movement thing that's been going on lately. So do something kind for your business today. Maybe even something fun that isn't necessarily a have to, but it's a want to as a means to find joy in it again. So the second tip is to spend time away from each other. So you've heard the saying, absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? Well, we all need time away from the things that we love the most. And the same is true for our businesses. I'm a big advocate for scheduling time to be present away from our business just as much as we schedule time to be in our business. You have to be able to grow as an individual outside of your business and explore other interests too. When it comes to your you being in business mode like 24-7, you're gonna start to resent it and quickly feel burnt out. 
And you don't need to just like jet set off for a month at a time. That's not what I'm saying. But shutting down on weekends or designating days off are really important. Boundaries for not answering emails at 2 a.m. is also very crucial. Sometimes treating our business as if it were a nine to five job isn't always a bad thing. I really value time blocking and being able to have those work-life balance boundaries as much as you possibly can. I understand as a business owner, the the great part of it is you can be flexible um, to an extent, but I think if you're able to schedule in time, one, it's gonna do a few different things by scheduling time to work in your business. It's gonna make you feel like, okay, this is work time, and it's not just gonna be a, oh, I'm just gonna get random things done whenever I can, although there are seasons of that. I feel like I'm in that season right now with a newborn, my six-month-old, he is, a lot and so I kind of just scrape things in there here and there whenever I possibly can he's currently in my lap being a little wiggle worm as I record this so trying to just do the best you can but if you can set work hours and say okay I'm gonna work from this time to this time and then from this time to this time I'm gonna spend time with my kids or this time I'm gonna go you know that's when I'm gonna go to the grocery store that's when I'm gonna go clean the house or whatever that might be but scheduling time to be intentional in your business and then also spending time away from your business is really important and then number three is to ask yourself what your business needs so what does your business need right now what are the must-haves or the must-dos what could you do for your business that would help move that needle forward maybe it's not the fun stuff but oftentimes when you get those like boring kind of things that you're dreading out of the way you're gonna feel so much better it is gonna feel like a huge weight off your shoulders and it could be something fun too it could be a new facelift new branding you know maybe that old branding of yours is feeling tired and worn out and sometimes getting that fresh new look can make any business shine a little bit brighter. But oftentimes it's the stuff that we don't want to do that is just holding over our heads that we know we need to do it. You know, tax season is upon us right now. And that that's a big one for a lot of business owners is, is getting those tax things taken care of. So once you just hammer down and do it, you're going to feel so much better. Number four is to spend more present time with your business. So obviously this is a little contradicting from the other one that said spend time away from your business. But how, like when you're actually in your business, when you are scheduling that time to be present and intentional in your business, what does that look like for you? To me, this really just means being present with myself and allowing myself to daydream about my business again. I often find that in seasons where I'm not feeling good about where things are going or where I'm at, I need to just do something like go sit outside, listen to some music, go for a drive, even something as simple as going and sitting on the couch versus sitting at my desk and I know that seems weird but for me when I'm sitting at my desk I can really like hammer down and get things done but if I need to be like inspired I don't usually find very much inspiration sitting at my desk I have to go sit somewhere where I'm comfy with a fun drink in my hand or just go somewhere else completely that's kind of when creativity hits me the best um so like I said sitting somewhere different listening to music going for a drive 
all things that usually bring out my best ideas and then writing them down, doing some journaling, some self-reflection, and then even something like scrolling Pinterest for a while. You know, have your husband take the kids for an afternoon while you go sit at a coffee shop and you work very intentionally. As a mom, I can get super stressed and overwhelmed being pulled in so many directions, trying to be present as a mom, but also manage my business. It's just a lot. And so anytime that I can deep dive into work for even a couple of hours uninterrupted, that feels like such a big accomplishment and such a big win for me. Number five is to have silly time together. So I'm not going to lie, I struggled a little bit with how to connect this one to business, but then it hit me. When I think about the time in my career as a business owner and entrepreneur, and when things really felt good for me, and when I was able to let go of all those negative thoughts that I had, and when I was booking my dream clients, and when I was making good money, the things, you know, those things where I felt like I was being uh, judged and where I had this fear of looking stupid for showing up online, when I could let all of that go, that's when things felt really good for me. And those are the things that, you know, held me back, those negative thoughts. And my relationship with my business was so serious and like so quote unquote professional at one point. But when I stopped putting up that front and I started to be like more silly and show up as myself, that is when I felt better and things really thrived for me. I started to book dream clients and work with people that wanted to work with me just because of who I was and not because of the service that I offered per se. Marketing is really just experimenting and I think any professional marketer is going to tell you that or anybody with a business that is successful will tell you that. It's all one big experiment and you cannot be afraid to try new things and be willing to look dumb because there are times that you will look dumb and you will fall and you will feel awkward and uncomfortable but when you can let go of all of that and not care so much about your appearance that is the money spot to be in and that's when you're really going to be willing like letting yourself thrive. That's when your business is going to take off. Number six is to stop and notice your business. Or in this case, it says your significant other, but we're saying business. So don't forget to stop and take notice of where your business is currently. How far has it come and all the accomplishments that it's made so far? Notice those little things and really soak them in. I'm really, really guilty of skipping right past an accomplishment and moving on to the next big thing without taking pause to reflect on the current one. So don't forget to celebrate and reward the fruits of your labors because I think that's really huge and it's easy to have like this big list of goals and to say, okay, I my goal is to make $5,000 this month and then all of a sudden you hit $5,000 but then you just skip right on past that and you're like oh well $10,000 you know and you don't stop and celebrate the fact that you actually made $5,000 this month or whatever that looks like whatever your goal might be it could be smaller than that it could be something simple but don't forget to stop and appreciate those and celebrate those too because it's really important to celebrate the wins that you have big or small um, it's gonna it's going to help motivate you and keep you going forward if you actually stop and enjoy things as they come at you and not just be so focused on the future all the time 
And then number seven, uh, the last one is to list the ways that your business has made your life better. One of the easiest things that you can do today to fall back in love with your business is to write down all of the things that your business has done that makes your life better, that improves the way you live. Has starting a business allowed you to stay home and raise your babies? Has it provided an extra income for your family? Has it sparked a new creative joy in your life that was missing for so long? What are the things that you love about being an entrepreneur and your business specifically? What is it about being a photographer, a boutique owner, a graphic designer, a personal trainer? What are the things about that specific thing that you do that you love so much? Write them down and appreciate them because when you take that time to appreciate where your business has gotten you, I feel like you find a whole new appreciation for your business in general. And it's a really, really beautiful spot to be in to keep going and motivating you to push on for future endeavors. So remember that butterflies and sparks are temporary. Love is an action, it's not a feeling. It requires work and the choice to keep going, the decision to push forward and to do it every single day. But I promise if you do these things in your business and in your relationships, you are going to notice a stronger and more on fire connection than you have ever before. So. I would love to know if this episode spoke to you, so please do me a favor and shoot me a DM over on the Brandy Cowgirl Podcast Instagram page and tell me where you are at with your love journey with business. Are you in that beginning on fire stage? Are you in the middle trying to get it back? Or are you on cruise control sailing and feeling better than ever? Um, let me know. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to know what your business is and what you do. And I just love hearing that you guys are tuning in. So yeah, definitely shoot me a DM. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Your support means everything to me. And please don't forget to leave a review over on Apple Podcasts for the show because it really does help this show grow and we get new guests on and um, we grow and get into more um, earbuds of more listeners. So it's, it's good for all all of us. Um, but with that being said, until next time, I hope you're all going to go get to make out with someone today and uh, I'll talk with you soon, my loves. So have a great day. Bye. You've just finished another episode of the Branded Cowgirl podcast. And if that doesn't make you happier than a rooster on Sunday, then I don't know what will. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl podcast and TikTok. Also join the exclusive Facebook group just for listeners. You can find it by searching Branded Cowgirl Podcast Insiders or head to the link in the show notes. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. It means the absolute world to me to read your kind words, but it also helps other amazing rural women find the show as well. If you would like to sponsor an episode or advertise on the Branded Cowgirl Podcast, then please head to sarahelrod.com slash sponsor BCP for more information. Thanks again for being here and I'll talk to you in the next one.